Welcome to the Biz and Mayhem podcast, where we talk about the mayhem in our lives and how to get ahead in business and your career. This is Chris Batchelor, and I'm here with my co-host, Tara Parker. Let's get started. Welcome, everyone, to another show of the Biz and Mayhem podcast. This is season two, episode 30. How are you doing tonight, Tara? I'm always good. How are you doing, Chris? Oh, I'm doing just great. We uh, This is our second show where we're actually doing it in person without, yes. like... The corona and the masks and we're minding six inches of separation right? not six feet that's <laughs> all right and not zoom feet hey i right? heard that six feet is no different than 60 feet so well, okay there, there comes a limit right right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we're all uh we're all ready to ready to get back to to the real world and uh yes. So. It, sort of, right? Sort of? <laughs> sort of. I mean, what? it's adulting still, so it still yeah, sucks. That, that's the thing, right? Is we've come out of this weird, wonky year, and now we have to adult again. And so, uh, yeah. I mean, adult again. I hadn't even gotten started before. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ready to do the newsroom? Yeah, let's check in. This is the newsroom. All right, so uh, first up in the newsroom, we have an article here about the uh, some recent elections. The power is shifting. Shifting. Where's and it shifting to? It's uh, it's going uh, to the right, actually. <laughs> to the right? Hey, that means red, R&R, &R, right? Right, red, red, right? <laughs> right, red. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, I'll get it pulled up here. Uh, so, yeah, uh, there was an election, and uh, some red states are going to see some gains uh, in the House seat. So... Uh, should make things interesting when, uh, when you know, the, the Democrats are trying to push through things that aren't exactly popular with uh, the general public. Aren't exactly popular. Isn't that cute you put it that way? <laughs> well, you know, I have to, you know, be Lighten diplomatic. The mood. <laughs> diplomatic. <right>? Diplomats <laughs> are not listening to this show. No. <laughs> They're just not. <laughs> so uh, the article goes on and says uh, Texas uh, is getting two more seats. Florida yeah. is getting one more seat. Uh, and California and New York each lost a seat. Yeah. Uh, and they were said that this was all um, kind of they had predicted dire straits, you know, that mm -hmm. uh, Texas and, and Florida were going to get, you know, two or three seats each. And they only uh, got well, what they got. They've so. had a surge of people moving in. They both have. Businesses they have. and residential. They have seen a, a de an incline in uh, uh, popularity in their states and New York and California. Both have experienced a decline. But when you've got Cuomo and Newsom running the show. And both have got a lot of ugly press pointed right. Well, I say a lot of ugly press. I mean some ugly press. Not yeah. everybody's doing the. It's not fair play when it comes to the media, but um, right. it's following the, the the what's been going on. What's what people have been doing. What businesses have been doing. So it's definitely going with the flow. Yeah. So it remains to be seen. Uh, Colorado, Montana, North Carolina, Oregon, uh, all added seats. While Illinois, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia all lost seats. So, yeah. uh, 331 million people, almost 332. We're, we're just right at right at three and 31 and a half. And, uh, so, I mean, it's, but it's important to note that, you know, a state may gain seats, but they may not necessarily be a Democrat or Republican. Right. Seat, right. Yeah. That's because they, they still are to be determined. So, uh, yeah, lots of changes coming. And, uh, I mean, I think the big takeaway there is the the states with radical policies people are moving out of. Well, this, not just the radical policies, but radical taxes. I mean, the the bit, I know that's the Daily Wire. They do the, uh, like the Ben Shapiro show and the Candace Owens show. Right. Um, they've relocated the actual Daily Wire to Tennessee because of the, the 
crazy taxes that um, businesses have to experience in in California. New York's the same way. You hear a lot of um, a new Floridians that are coming from New York because of the taxes. Mm-hmm. So it's you know you get what you pay for and people in this day and age it doesn't hurt to move especially to a, a quote-unquote free state which it's how ugly is it to say that term in the freest country in the world we have a free state versus a non-free state you haven't used nuts, that term in in debt and centuries you know it's been since the 1800s because that's what it was that was back during the slave states a free state versus a slave state and mm-hmm. here we are and how it's just ugly to use those terms i think that's such a I think it devalues what people actually went through when you have a, a real life free state versus a not free state. But I mean, what do I know? Not a hell of a lot. Yeah, I, I think you're, uh, you know, completely right there. It's, uh, um, I mean, it, it's, it will remain to be seen, you know, what, what really happens in the long run here. But uh, there's definitely a, a shift in power coming. Yeah. And maybe rightfully so. We need some balance, checks and balances, right? You you, you have some equal <laughs> yeah. voicing from both sides. And right now, I don't think we have equal voicing from both sides. No. This is not a bipartisan country right now. It very much seems like we're, we're ran in one direction and there's no oncoming traffic. Yeah, a- absolutely. Well, moving on to our next article here, uh, we've got a couple of articles about being woke, quote unquote woke. Like awake woke or uh, so, no, like progressive woke. <laughs> oh, that kind of woke. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Basecamp is a company that, uh, you know, they came out and just basically said, we're not a social impact company. So, uh, you know, we're going to do the things that make us money and we're not going to, you know, spend much time worrying about all this other stuff. So, well, should they uh, be? It's a business. I I think that's a really fair point, right? I mean, businesses are in in business to make money, Right. right? They're like, but like they said, they're not a social impact company. And, uh, you know, also, uh, the second article I have here is kind of interesting. And, and I really, I mean, we could talk all show about this You're one You're back here. to Disney. I'm back to Disney. <laughs> man, this, yeah. folks, this man lives in Disney. No, I, <laughs> we're, we're going to go there probably next week. But, you know, this, uh, this is an article here about Disney, uh, you know, and there's a, a Disney super fan. And he just came out and said, uh, you know, I guess Disney's changed some of their policies and, and the, the workers at Disney can now express themselves more and there's, lo- le- you know, express less... Express uh, themselves more? Hairstyles and clothing choices, I guess. Oh, uh, so we're not going to be a know. conservative looking bunch like we used to be. Yeah. We're going to look like the Starbucks folk. Well, whatever you make of it, right? But um, I think in the past, Disney has had pretty strict regulations yeah, on what yeah. you look like and what you dress like. Absolutely. And, you know, have. you have to be in character and all those kinds of things. Well, and yeah. Disney's now changing those things. Um, but oh, a super wow. fan said, hey, I'm not going to Disney World to see somebody else express their opinion. I was going to say, isn't Disney the right? part, isn't it about being outside of your, re- it's literally going to imagination world. Yeah. I mean, and that the whole point is everything is. Right. It's, it's to make it's, the, it's in the character. Disney, the Disney character. Right. Right. Um, that, that so, spoils it. Yeah. So, so he's, you know, his, his thing is, Hey, I'm going, I'm paying big money. I'm going to Disney to see Disney things. I don't necessarily want to see Aww. people express themselves. So, I mean, I've never been to Disney, but that's the whole illusion the whole the magic to disney yeah, right magic, is right? that everybody stays in character it's a non-reality world so mm-hmm. you can go escape you can go outlet without getting into trouble it's like a good decision making right. bears outlet yeah and i people can express themselves i'm all for that i think most of us are but when you god put well, the chain but, down on it but i think this is a, a case of there's a time and a place for everything right yes and yes. you know the question is is if if you're being paid to represent that fantasy right Right. and that fantasy doesn't include what your 
uh, personal expression is, then maybe you got the wrong job. Okay, so <laughs> now I've been saying that for a long time, and I've been getting the evil <laughs> right? eyebrow look from people. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's why I stayed or left a company. Is if your right. values don't match mine, I don't want to be there, and you sure as hell don't want me there. Like that's <laughs> right. a two-way road. But I mean, and I I get it. Sometimes you make a salary that's hard to you know go find elsewhere. But right. go make your own damn money then if you're not happy. Like I. But I think differently. I'm not the average person, I guess. I'm not willing to compromise my values if I don't have to. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's certainly a time and a place for all this stuff, right? I mean, the question is, if you're going to pay, I mean, let's be realistic, to go to Disney, it's five or ten grand, you know, for a short Disney trip, Um, you know, more if you're going to spend a long time there. And so, um, I mean, when you're paying that money, you're going for a specific reason. Yeah. Otherwise, you just go to the Holiday Inn down the street, right? Right. So, well, yeah. Um, I mean, you you and then you do devalue the experience at that point, right? That the whole point of Disney is to be in Imagination mm-hmm. Land, to be in the magic of it all, and to not have to worry about real life. And real life is expression of everybody else's opinion, and you don't want to hear it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but you know, there is a time and a place, right? I mean, yes. but but let's take this into the work environment, right? I mean, does your employer have the right to tell you how to dress and, and how to groom? And, you know, I, I think that so there's a lot of debate about that. There right is, now. but I, you know, there is a professional look that is acceptable. No makeup, fine, no big deal. Heavy, too heavy a makeup could be very distracting. Um, I remember seeing a presentation once where, you know, the makeup was addressed and the, right. the, the dress code was brought up. And it was weird because it was one of the older guys in the room. Like he was baby boomer type. Uh-huh. And he was like, there was something about, hey, ladies, you know, don't overdo the makeup. Just, you know, keep to whoever you are. And right. the guy's like, is anybody else offended by this? I'm like, why does this impact your ability to wear makeup? Like, right. So, I mean, there's, it's it's like almost like common sense, which clearly is not common. But yeah, I don't want to see, I mean, I used to see cocktail dresses at one place that I worked at because mm-hmm. dress code was open. And I also saw a 55 year old wearing Daisy Dukes that <laughs> probably could have had a better pick, but, and it was because of oh. her that it's like, okay, dress code needs to stop. Right, right. We need to, we're going to put some, at least some expectations some boundaries up. around it. Well, yeah. yeah, you know, put a baseline on it or a, a, a minimal bar. Well, I forget which CEO it was. Uh, it was a gal, um, I want to say maybe GE or something like that, but she, she famously uh, changed the dress code to dress appropriately. The whole policy was two words. And I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yes. I mean, use, use your judgment, use your best discretion. But I think yeah. the reason why we're having some of these conversations is because people don't have good judgment or discretion anymore. Well, either, right? is it that or do they just not have, do they think they don't have the money for it? Like, is this coming down to a, a, an economical thing where they don't know how yeah, to go shop? I don't for... know. I mean, it's so hard. It's so hard to talk about case, you know, without looking at specific cases. But right. I, I think a lot of times people want to express themselves and that's fine. Uh, but there's I a time and a place. I never did it though. I just wanted yeah. to earn my paycheck. I, I mean, everybody's different, right? Right. I, I think, you know, people use what they dress and, and, and how they uh, groom themselves and things like that as a way to express themselves, which, you know, I, and it depends on what kind of job you have too. I mean... Um, you know, I'm a pilot and when we go visit the air traffic controllers, you would see them in like hoodies and sweatpants, mm-hmm. you know, because nobody sees an air traffic controller. Right. You just hear them over the radio. So right. you don't necessarily need to dress up. Well, in that case, you, you don't know. think of a person. You're just looking for security and safety at that point, well, right? Communication. Yeah, but when you're in so, a customer facing role, yeah, like I think, a bank uh, teller. Right. So I think that's completely different, right? Yeah. I mean, um, I think it can go too far. Like I don't mind seeing a bank teller with tattoos. I don't want right. to see them on the face necessarily. That makes 
makes me a little bit nervous <laughs> sometimes. But visible tattoos, some visible piercings. It's long, you know, keep it neat and clean and polished. Like, don't try to well, like be appropriate for the appropriate occasion. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think, like I said, I think it's all highly situationally dependent, yeah. right? Uh, but the question, I, I think it's a good conversation, is that how much expression do you really personally have at somebody else's place of work, right? Well, I think uh, it's a generational thing, too. I think our generation, um, you and I dress a certain way at work, and I think um, different generations have different expectations. Yeah, could be. Uh, there's there's definitely a lot of factors there. Oh, yeah. But uh, moving on, so you you put an article in here about Joy Behar. Because I'm just a fan. Uh, I'm such a you lo- I know you fan. love you love you some Joy. Oh, I just do. So great. Here she is. So, she um, looks so happy there, so doesn't somebody she? Com- she, she? Somebody compared she looks her to the... Happy. Somebody said that she's today's winner of the ALF Lookalike Award, and I didn't see it until <laughs> this photo, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, oh, no. that is... That's you know, actually what's a little closer is, to home than I wanted to be. If you're listening to this and you know who Alf is, put that in the comments. <laughs> yes, please tell I, us. I think there's a bunch of people that are just like, who? What's an Alf? Yeah, what's an Netflix Alf? Netflix needs to bring back Alf. Yeah, that is all I'm going to say. We definitely need that. We need Alf that back right some Fraggle now. Rock. We oh my, Fraggle my dog Rock. Sprocket was named from Fraggle Rock. Are you kidding me? So this Joy Behar thing. So I was watching Fox News um, the other day and I saw this and Caitlyn Jenner officially announced her run for the governor of um, California because Newsom looks like he's actually going to be recalled. Yeah. They have 6 million signatures against this man. There is a real strong case to pull him out of the office and, and mm-hmm. do the governor's race all well, they over still, again. they still got to have an election, right? Yeah, so it's gonna probably going to happen. And mm-hmm. so Caitlyn Jenner has thrown the proverbial hat into the ring. Well, Joy Behar was going on about um, Caitlyn's run. And she kept, Joy Behar kept referring to Caitlyn Jenner as he. Now, if you are familiar with Caitlyn Jenner, Caitlyn used to be Bruce Jenner. Mm-hmm. He was born a man. He was an Olympian. He made the decision to transition, and he did. And he was one of the first really, next to uh, Chaz Bono, uh, was one of the really big celebrities to do so and really brought up an awareness for it. And I think a lot of people followed it because it was the beloved Olympian, and you didn't want to hate the beloved Olympian, right? And so... Um, Joy Behar just kept referring to his campaign and he's doing this and him that. And um, at some point in time, Joy Behar finally corrected herself and went from he, I mean her. So, and we're talking about Joy Behar, who is the woke liberal of The View, like the wokest of them on The View. And she has said some really ignorant things, in my opinion. You may find her fabulously intelligent and we can debate that later, but um, she came back later. They cut from person to person or went to commercial, came back to her. And she's like, oh, hey, um, yeah, so I didn't mean to misgender Caitlin. I just didn't sleep enough last night. So if I offended people, you know, whatever, I'm sorry. And well, it was such an insincere way to cover her ass on this one, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, the thing that gets me about this is, I mean, Caitlin didn't transition like yesterday. No, it's been years, right? Like that. Yeah, it's. I think we're at five years. Or so. so it's this been is a, a long time. Like I'm not even confusing that. Like to me, she's Caitlyn Jenner. That's when you plant that seed and you poke at it enough, and it sprouts. You've got what you've got. Yeah. So I'm not even confused, and I'm not awoke. I'm just. It, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's. Uh, it it is what it is. I mean, uh, I mean, she made a mistake, but it makes well, you that's wonder. The thing. Did she though? Like, what is her? What is well, she that, a fake woke? Yeah, that's what what I was getting to. Is I, it makes you wonder how you know if this they're just putting a facade on when uh-huh. the camera's on. They're another way when the camera's off. I mean, that'd be a fascinating 
you know show to go make right right is, well you know, they're not to gonna they're together. not gonna nobody has caught her on it nobody has said anything right. to her and about it, it you know it could have been an honest mistake right but uh, i'm gonna call no because I, i'm having a hard time believing it was an honest because i want to say caitlin has been on that show yeah i think caitlin's I, been on the I'm view sure she has and it's like how dare you if you are true a proponent of this whole culture of the lifestyles right. and choosing who you're whatever however you want to put it how dare you just like oh i'm sorry if i offended you and that what's really captured my attention chris is that i'm sorry if and anybody who says i'm sorry if they're not actually sorry yeah, they've got not, some not genuine no yeah. and it's like you know what that tells me a, it just reaffirms what i had already assumed about Joy Behar, mm-hmm. um, I'm still not a fan. Well, don't forget they call it the View, not the Views, because there's only one view that they exactly. allow. Exactly. Yes. So it's more well, like our view, and you're an a-hole. So. Well, and McCain's daughter, what is her name? Uh, Megan. Is Me- it Megan McCain? I think so. Yeah. She came out. And she called them all out, saying, "Well, yeah. I mean, there's been a number of people uh, that have been on that show that called them out, and then, you know, that they always have some crazy yeah. wacko doodle excuse. So." Don't watch The View. Just, no, just I, don't do it. I just was watching Fox uh, News, and they were no, doing the show. The, no. Okay, <sighs> we'll give you a pass on that. Next one up here is uh, <laughs> a woman was charged with a felony for not returning a VHS tape. And I, I was reading this, and like the store that she uh, you know, took it out from wasn't rem- even open anymore. Do you know what the story is? Do you remember this story? Uh, no, I don't. I, it's I, Blockbuster. Was it a Blockbuster store? It's a Blockbuster. There's okay, one then, Blockbuster left in the entire continental U.S. Where's that at? Isn't it's it in, in Oregon, Oregon, I think. Yeah. Yes. And so, yeah, 21 years later. And you know how she found out that she had a warrant for her arrest? It was like she had gone to the bank or something, right? She went to change her name officially because she got married. Oh, okay. And they yep. ran because Oklahoma runs a background check or something right. to make sure you should be changing, like, like make sure you're not running from the law or hiding. And they're like, hey. You gotta, You've got a felony against you, hon. And she's well, like, what? And, and I was reading too, and she had lost her job or something because of it. Or, you know, and then I she didn't lie that she had lost the job. And then it made sense yeah. that, okay, they ran a background check and saw she had a felony, didn't ask any questions, and then <laughs> let her go. Well, it wasn't even her rental. So, it was like the daughters to her boyfriend at the time, and she's not even with those people anymore. Yeah. So it's really like old, old news. And I mean, they, they dropped the charges because it's not even a store that's available anymore. You can't, the charges well, have no bearing. But, but here's the but thing. It caused I a mean, lot of stress. Who is the idiot prosecutor that even filed the charges? Well, I mean, exactly. Why doesn't that person be in charge with abuse? I mean, this is clearly somebody who doesn't have good judgment right well yeah that and then when you have a store that drops all of its locations but the one and it's nowhere remotely close to where you're at well uh, that's another legal system yeah but but i see okay you you did that 50 times or 100 (laughs) times and you got a stack of vhs tapes and you're you know this was one tape right one you know one one single tape. tape and it's a felony Come on. For one tape. That's like but, the library filing you know, felony charges against you for one little book. But, but this goes back to the conversation we had last week over, you know, George Floyd and 20 bucks. Right. You know, I mean, at, at what point do we enforce every single rule that we have except for the elites? Because none of the rules get enforced with them. As we just clearly right? discussed a moment yeah. ago. So, I, I, yeah. The, uh, to me, this is a prosecutor that needs to be disciplined. Like, he needs to be given a month off without pay or something like that. I oh, mean, it won't you know, matter. But, but I guarantee you, nothing's going to happen to that prosecutor. And he's just nope. wasted everybody's time, wasted everybody's money, and nobody really, I mean, really, what good is going to come out of this? 
The, the state's going to lock her up. Well, and have no, to they've pay. dropped the charges against no, her. No, I understand but that. Still, but still, there's a lot of anxiety and a lot of panic that when you've got a family, you're oh, newly yeah. married, and you find out you have a warrant over a VHS tape from yeah, 21 totally years stupid. ago. And that, I mean, Blockbuster's been gone for years now. Yeah. So it's like, ah, yeah. um, they're, they're not even asking for this. <laughs> no, it wasn't even yeah. them. It was, it was like you said, the prosecutor was the yeah. one who who went after it. Oh, we need some accountability. We, next, we need Alf. Alf needs Alf to come back needs and save the back. world. Yeah. <laughs> we're, so next one here. Hashtag bring back Alf. <laughs> <laughs> so so we've had the uh, the big flap over uh, LeBron James uh, tweeting yeah. out about this uh, that we talked about the gal last week who yeah, got we shot because she was trying to stab somebody else and yep. uh, there's been a lot of flack over LeBron James you know uh, calling out this police officer well, when not just calling lot... him, he posted his picture yeah I well, mean and, he put and, him out on front street for everybody to chase right. down and, like danger yeah. so and and you know I mean there's been so many people that have reviewed the footage and said no he did the right thing yeah. and I've even seen memes that says, uh, hey, by the way, if somebody's stabbing me, I would appreciate right. it if you would shoot them. If you don't mind, you know, save just, my life. Just that would be FYI, great. FYI, right? Right. So. Yeah, and I, I let me get on that bandwagon. I also would appreciate being saved in those high emotional times. Yeah. So but, this this was a police, yeah. this was a letter that somebody wrote to LeBron James, but have you seen the videos that people are making? No. Uh, so there's police officers. Oh, the police officer. Yes. Yes, it's great. He, <laughs> hey, LeBron, I'm yeah. in this situation. Can you yeah. help me? Hey, hey, there's a girl about to stab another girl. Can I can I go take care of this? No. No? Uh, you want me to oh. let her get stabbed? Oh, oh. okay. I'll, I'll okay. just wait here. Okay. I'm... See you guys later. <laughs> LeBron says I can't engage. The you king know? has spoken, so yeah. we're not going to do it. Yeah. I mean, this is just a case of, you know, people that are getting involved in politics politics that just should shouldn't not, be should dribble not. the damn ball shoot the ball do yeah. what you obviously this is what he does best and i have yet to see any life skills come out of this man that have done any justice for anybody else well i, I mean i i'm a little conflicted because i mean he's got every right to be you know politically active right and 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 well, yeah, but he's using his political p- i mean but this is where but, we take that at some point in time be appropriate so it goes yeah, back to that exactly. conversation be appropriate but he's but got at a one platform point, but at one point when somebody puts other people in danger right which now, he did now let's take this back to trump got suspended from twitter for you know the remarks that he made but lebron james has not been suspended from oh twitter. did you hear why, why twitter said that they can't retrieve the tweet because it's been deleted oh, and sure. they can't find it. To... But it's on the like the front page of every newspaper. But Twitter can't do anything about yeah, that. So, so there you, you go. can't prove it. Rule, what's your favorite saying? Rules for thee, but not, but not for, for me. me. Yep. Yeah. And this is one of them. And kudos to this LAPD officer who's trying to get, you know, LeBron sat down to say, hey, yeah, I think that's fantastic. I Let mean, me tell you what we go yeah, through. The, the conversation needs get to happen. I'm, I mean, the Clearly. fact that, that he's trying to educate him, I think, is is absolutely that's, amazing. Oh, that's great. And it's and, not even out of hate. It's, hey, man, I love you. I, I didn't want to be a cop, but here I am. And let me give yeah. you some insight from the, the hood side. Let me, because yeah. he is coming from a rough background. He mm-hmm. the, the cop that wrote the letter hated cops and had some bad interactions with cops and never wanted to be a cop. Right. Went after that as a, a profession. He's in... He's trying to say, hey, let me, I've got both sides of the perspective here. Let me help you out. And LeBron's not answering him. Yeah. And it's like, because LeBron didn't want to start a hate campaign. It's like, well, you did. You not only started it, you fed it and it blew up. It's already, it's too late. Sorry, King, you spoke and people followed. Yeah. But that's that's that responsibility factor that goes along with fame, right? Right. People are going to follow you because... Of your name, because of something that you're known for. In this case, LeBron's known for his basketball play. I mean, I'll be honest. When it came down to LeBron and Carmelo Anthony, I was always Team Anthony. 
from the right. get-go. I always thought he was a little bit more humble, and I always figured he would keep his P's and Q's right. monitored. Um, but it's you, there's a sense of there's an error an error of responsibility you've got to be aware of, and I don't think LeBron is minding that at all. I think he's abusing yeah. it, but. Well, speaking of being aware, no. um, if your name is Josh, you are very aware of that. Yes, uh, you are. And you put this article in here. I think I this is so much fun. <laughs> so let me tell you how I came about this. Uh, my friend Joni, this is her son, Josh, and he called his mom up. And this like, is hey, somebody from Wichita, right? Yes, this is my, my, my very best friends. I absolutely adore this woman. Right. Uh, we meet every Wednesday with our girls' night and, and share stories, and we're Sup, really close. people? Yes. <laughs> and she's like, hey, let me show you guys what my son did. And her son, who is, she had twins. One is Joshua and the other is Jonathan. And Joshua is a veteran. So thank you for your service. If you're listening, Joshua, I call him Captain America because I have unfortunately just, he's like a sex symbol, unfortunately, and he has been forever. (laughs) It's so sad. I've done bad things. But so he found out that this guy named Joshua Swain was, you know, he just started this thing and he wanted to um, fight all the other Joshua Swains in the U.S., right? So he created this Josh battle. And it, it went viral, and right. he eventually invited all the Joshuas to New, to Lincoln, Nebraska to fight <laughs> so your for name the name. didn't have to be Swain anymore. No, nope, they extended out. And so the, okay. the point was, whoever won got to keep the name, and everybody else had to change their names, right? <laughs> and so you're not sure what to expect. Because, right. And it, there's a bunch of memes and different little social things going around. Oh, so when they fun. Sh- Yeah, it is. So when they show up um, this past weekend to uh, Lincoln, Nebraska... Josh Swain went up against Josh Swain, and they battled via um, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> and so the guy who started, I believe the guy who initiated the whole thing, actually won. Yeah. And then all the other Joshes, if you guys can see on the screen, all the other Joshes went at it with pool noodles. And they are <laughs> in, like, get, some of them are wearing Star Wars outfits, and some the Joshua from Wichita, Kansas, was wearing Spider-Man. He was interviewed by everybody up there. He's been on Fox News, the national outlet, wow. all the local outlets. He's been all over the media. They, I mean... Hey, I mean, pictures well anyway, but yeah, he was just talking about, you know, it's, it ended up being a charity event, right? So all they somehow um, end up being a fundraising event and all the money was donated. And I can't remember the name of the charity. Go check out the link. Uh, but it's such a really cool thing. That's but, awesome. And it, it put um, Lincoln, Nebraska a little bit more on the map yeah. and brought a lot of awareness to this kind of thing. And the winner was a four-year-old named Josh. Hashtag <laughs> little Josh. That's awesome. And you should see it. You've got to watch the video, guys. They're holding up this four-year-old and his little paper crown like the, the Lion King being presenting. <laughs> like, <so> yes. <laughs> yes. It was outstanding. <laughs> so I thank you, Jenny, for sharing your story. And Josh, I was I, that's why I was asking, can we get this kid on the phone with us to talk about this because it's such a neat experience. That is awesome. Yeah. So they hold him up and go, everything you can see from the Walmart <laughs> right. to the Burger King is yours. <laughs> so it's uh, just a feel-good story. And that's right a, now, amongst really everything cool. else. Yeah. So I'm hoping to... Um, I may get a um, a soundbite from him and and send <laughs> it forth. And um, but he's all over. You can um, just uh, just Google the Josh fight, right? And you'll find this guy. Um, I don't use his last name because I I don't have his permission to, and I don't want to embarrass him. But um, it's not like he's exactly humble. He knows he's hot. He knows he's <laughs> you know he's strong. He's got all a great right, girlfriend. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> I don't want. I'm just saying we're staying fast. All right. Here. So uh, the next one here is uh, we've seen a lot of the Florida man, right? Because, you know, if you Google Florida man and date, you'll find a crazy, like, you know, somebody got arrested for something 
totally bonkers, right? <laughs> so you're right? saying don't Google Florida Man? Is that what well, you're That's saying? a whole thing. Have uh, you never done that? This is the first I'm you're, hearing You're supposed of this. to Google Florida Man and your birth date and see what, what happens. And like, no matter what day of the you know year you pick, you're going to come up with some sort of like, what? you know, man was arrested while... Let me... Let me oh, go what? ahead. What? So all no. Come on, Florida man, you've never done Florida man. I, this is the first I'm hearing oh, about come on. this. What Florida? rock do you live under? Mine, clearly. It's getting painted <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> Florida man and my birthday. And, and Florida man and your birthday. Like Everybody the numbers or the, the, the month or? Just well, however, I don't, Google will know. <laughs> Google. It's smart. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a little too smart for some of our good. Um the hell year was i bo- oh yeah uh, hello <laughs> what year was i born what's in that tea you're drinking not enough let me what <laughs> is it supposed to be like birthday facts about me what the hell this is what's showing up that's not right is it <laughs> oh well, you're supposed to google florida man and your birthday i think it's my birthday no not the year just the day i asked you sorry and google tried to put the rest of it in anyway all right there you go what in florida the... man tries to order burrito at bank drive-thru thinks it's taco what the... <laughs> florida what? man birthday challenge so you put your uh florida you man find this? You find come on i lived in florida things. no i lived in florida come on you did this is the thing and you lived in the. I didn't. I went Florida. to college in Florida. I oh, is that for, where that college is at? Yes, that's where Clearly. that college is. At. I didn't all right, know. Back to the article. Yeah, all right. So, <laughs> uh, in Florida, so uh, tell me about this. A, yeah, a woman, okay. an older woman, right? And seventy-one-year-old woman is riding shotgun with her daughter in a pa- the passenger seat of did, a car. Did she right? call shotgun? I, I guess. No, Must no, have. I mean, she was there. I want to see her call shotgun. I'll I'm have saying, to ask her. I don't know if okay. she did. I'm just kind of throwing some extra so she's fun riding, stuff out there. She's riding the passenger seat. She's riding passenger with her daughter. And uh, she's on the highway in Florida, and all of a sudden, a turtle comes through the windshield and strikes Grandma in the forehead. <laughs> so, Grandma, the daughter pulls the car over. <laughs> I love the subtitle on this. I swear to God, this lady That's has the, the worst word. luck of anything. The woman's daughter told 911 operator. <laughs> Makes you wonder what else has she been through. But oh my so God. she gets a gash in her head. They get emergency services, and she gets she's fine. Meanwhile, the turtle lives. Goes through this wow. windshield, hits a human in the what? head. Hey, <laughs> dude, Ow. totally tubular. <laughs> so they just take it to a wooded area, and it walks away with just a couple of scratches. That's crazy. It's like, well, the lady has the worst luck in the world. This turtle has like superpowers. It's just am- That's amazing. Oh, it's awesome. So, I thought it was a great story. I, I read this about turtles. I mean, it's not great, clearly, but I read this about turtles a couple weeks ago that they only like live within a square mile. And if oh. you take them out of that square mile, then they get depressed and die. So what? I don't know how true that is, but anyway. Oh, uh, my sister would know. Marley needs to some, check in on that Somebody needs to tell us if that's true or not. Yeah, I need it some just could be insight. Like, it just could be, uh, stop seeing this ad. <laughs> stop seeing this not ad. Not interested in this ad. <laughs> we're never, I mean, we're interested just in trying ads. trying to show you not... the next, oh, now there's another ad. Oh my gosh. All right. Next article here is about our buddy Elon. Elon Musk. Oh, is he back in the news? He is back we in the like news. We like Elon. He's actually in the news a couple times this week, but I only put this one in. Uh, the first one he was in the news for was they made a boo-boo when uh, trying to figure out how much uh, solar-powered roofs were going to be. But oh, anyhow, oops. this one is uh, kind of interesting. Elon Musk admits a bunch of people will probably die during SpaceX initial voyage to Mars, uh, which is kind of interesting because uh, <laughs> I think... Uh, we're not going to put him on the planet and let him try to like, cultivate well, the planet? No, I think... I think space, well, the, the point he's pirates? The, the point he's trying to make is space travel is inherently complex and dangerous. Highly dangerous. Right. 
And, uh, you know, right now, our our expectation is if we send somebody to space, they're coming back. That would be right? the nice theory. I mean, that's that's the current, you know. Ideal theory. <laughs> that's the current national That's the Disneyland you know, expectation, theory. Expectation, <laughs> let's just say. Expectation. But, but I think Elon Elon's right, though. I mean, He's realistic. You know, going, going to Mars, you know, which is, you know. Several months of travel in a space, you know, in a spacecraft is. Uh, well, you I think know, it takes a couple of years stuff. to get to to Mars. I mean, this is a couple of years worth of travel, not yeah. just. I mean, this is serious stuff, and I mean, it's it's space travel, so you have to be perfect in your calculations. There's there, no room for error. There's a lot that can go Didn't wrong. Didn't the movie Martian teach us that? <laughs> well, did, did you see that movie? Y- yes, that it's a is great a great movie. movie. Great. It's one of the movies I've actually seen. Bo actually got me sat down. I've actually seen it more than once. More than once? I really? Know. So you're a professional. At that movie. But I, I mean. <laughs> you just watch it for Matt Damon. I, You know what? You know, my girlfriend thinks he's pretty. She's always thought he was pretty, but he's all right. He's a little too short for me. <laughs> he's too short. He's just too short. I mean, I'm not saying I would sit down with coffee and pick his brain for a few hours, but he's oh, too yeah, short. Oh, I'd definitely do that. Well, I he's mean, from Boston, so I mean, oh, that's you your area. Props to, to, yeah. home, to the homies. The homies. Is to that, the homies. Don't think that's what the Northeasterners say, get, but <laughs> if I could get him and Mark Wahlberg sat down, man, that would be man. Would that not be a? That, oh. that would be nuts, right? God, you Mark, just. We love you. I would very much like to see that. I want to be a part of that conversation. Let's do it. That would be outstanding. We oh. need to we need to pull some strings, get that to happen. Ben Affleck, we'll just let's just get them all. You like put them apples? All, put them all three together. <laughs> there we go. That'll be a wicked pissa. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> That's only those from Massachusetts That's will right. understand that. It's a wicked pissa. But I found out with you enough. I know what that yeah. means. <laughs> it could be good or bad depending on how, in the context and you use it. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, we've reached the end of the news. You want to do our you're Patreon plug? Do this to me again? So, I wasn't yeah. prepared. Well, I guess you're the pretty one. Nobody wants to give the <laughs> one any money. <laughs> we're we're gonna use the pretty one to sell. Okay, so I, how do you even start this? We have some. We have a we have a Patreon account. It's a way we try to make our our monthly. We're trying to earn some money to keep the show going. How about that? We're not for, we're not a nonprofit. We're but we're not exactly for profit either. Well, we're, we're, we're definitely right now. We're definitely a no profit no podcast. <laughs> Yeah, we're not expecting um, to get rich off of this, but it would be no. nice to cover the cost. Of well, and Chris has an expensive hosting. freaking habit, guys. Every time I yeah. turn around, I'm getting a new link. I just bought this. I just bought that. It's like, hey. oh, my God, Chris, what is that for? It's just to have two of everything. What do you mean two? Well, you got to have backups. Right, and he does. <laughs> Let me just tell you guys, he's got backups to we everything. Have backups. So to help Chris support his habit and okay. keep us I on like the air. I like pinning this on me. <laughs> well, you put the pretty one in charge, so. Well, all right. Fine. <laughs> it's my fault. I mean, it's easy target. What do you want from me? So help us out if you want to. I'm going to say if you want to, like you've got a choice. But go to our Patreon if you go to, I think it's actually at our website, right? Bizandmayhem.com. You can yeah, go there so at the bottom. Go, uh, if you go to bizandmayhem.com, click on any of the shows and go to the bottom of the show. And we have this uh, every link here. You can pick the level that you want to join yes. at. There's um, three tiers. Three tiers here. The yes. first level is the intern level. It's just three bucks a month. So for the cost of... Not even a fancy cup of coffee. You can so support like our podcast. Telecom thing they used to do, like that tele right telemarketing thing yeah. they used to put on TV back in the eighties. And then we have the manager level, which is about the cost of a lunch per month. And then we have the executive level. And you can read up here. There's varying uh, tiers yeah. of uh, support that you can give us. And with each uh, higher tier, there's more things that we give back to you. So uh, yeah. yeah, definitely support the show. And uh, we would love to hear uh, you know hear what you've got to think about the show and. Uh, 
you know, certainly in those higher, um, you know, those higher tiers of the executive level, we do a monthly one-on-one strategy mm-hmm. call with you. Um, we have give you bonus content and, uh, we also have a discord server, which if you join any of the tiers, uh, we'll get you on the discord server so you can talk to us all week long. So yes. yeah, please support the show and uh, help us keep putting this content out because, uh, you know, putting the, uh, the things on the web is not cheap. I mean, you know, you have to have hosting and yes. all that kind of stuff. So. Well, and tell us what you want to hear when you, you, you get into us with, you get into a relationship with us through Patreon. We want to hear what you want to hear. Yeah, like this, this show is, is your show. Yeah. I mean, we're just throwing our ideas out there and you may not like them. You may want to hear more of something else. You may want to even hear, you know, something entirely different. Give us your ideas and we're happy to incorporate, incorporate them and try them out, see what works and what doesn't work. And, you know, this, it's just an open format. Just give us what you, you want to hear and we'll go for it. Unless so. you're Joy Behar and then... Don't. Unless you're donating to the show, we don't want to hear what you I mean, I would even... Because that's how the view mm. operates, right? Oh, <laughs> man, you're trying to... I don't want uh-huh. to... I put that soapbox over there for okay. a reason. all right, all right. I'm trying I'll, to stay I'll off, off of it. it. I'll get off it. All right. People don't want me on there. You ready to do their career workout? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do this one. It's time to work that career and lift and push and lift and push. You got it. Now harder, lift and push. It's the career workout. All right. So for this career workout, um, we post the question or you posted the question again on your Facebook page because we seem to get a lot of responses (laughs) there. Um, should employers post a salary or a salary range on their job postings? And boy, did we have a, a lot of responses, right? <laughs> we did. Um, and what's great was we actually had some HR professionals chime in. And I, one did reveal she was an HR professional. The other one did not. So I'm going to, I'm definitely going to um, honor some an, an anonymity here. Um, just because I, I don't want to be the one they get mad at and yell at. So but yes, I mean, how isn't that the thing when you start applying for stuff is you look at a job description and you wonder, oh, is that going to pay enough? Um, I know somebody that is in the, the job market right now. He's trying to find work. And the one thing he's having a hard time with is nobody posted a salary with the job description. So he had no idea what he was applying for. He knew the work he was looking for. And so that's why he applied for the jobs that he did. And he knew the pay he had been getting before. But the pay he's been offered from two employers, potential employers, isn't matching up to what he used to get. Yeah. And so, and he's like, well, if I had known, I might not have even, like, I don't, what am I supposed to do with this information now? I'm kind of, you know, they're way deep into it. They've made the offer and here's the offer. It's like, well, wait a second. I almost, you must feel obligated to yeah. take the role so because you get, you've gotten you get, so invested. You get all the way to the end and they give you a salary offer that's way less than you were expecting. And they, we don't and negotiate. Now, now you feel invested, right? Right. Like you almost have mm-hmm. to take it. It's almost like you got baited in and then yeah. switched on. Um, that's not a good way to start a, a career with somebody, right? Well, I mean, no, I mean, that's the thing. And so that's why when we got to, you know, that's why this question was put out there is, should this be, um, should this, should it be out there? That And I think, yeah, I think a range, like a minimum, you'll start somewhere in this area and it's based on your experience. And I mean, your experience in your, your interview process, how well do you interview when it comes to that kind of thing? And a lot of people agreed with that because of the, the main idea was why waste your time if if an employer is looking for somebody with this this skill set but they're not willing to pay you what you had been paid before then why apply why yeah. waste their time why waste your time 
And so I know some states, somebody had posted on there as one of the um, comments that, yeah, yeah, Tara Kathleen posted on there. Some states require it now. And I don't yeah. know which ones. And I should have asked. Um, but And she's right. All should. There should be some sort of salary range that says, this is where we're at. And then you can negotiate. for. At least that gives you a negotiation point, right. if nothing else. Because how many times, and I know women struggle with this the most, and I don't know about guys, but I know in my current role, I went to... Um, a male professional that I admire to figure out how to negotiate my current salary. And I, and I actually ended up talking with you after the fact to to kind of compare notes to see how that looks. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are scared to death to ask for what they think they're worth. It's like that imposter syndrome has a value to it. Yeah. And you know, you should always, I I think if you don't try and negotiate, you're probably leaving, you know, 10 to 20% on the table. So, um, you know, always trying to, I mean, the what's the worst going to happen? They're going to say no. And then you're just going to take the original salary they gave you. Exactly. It's not like they're going to be like, oh, well, you know, I mean, now if you came and said, well, this is my bottom number, then they may come back and say, yeah, you're too expensive for us. That's that's a totally different situation though. Yeah. Well, and that's why, I mean, you you had shared that with me. And then the individual that I went to is actually Bo. It's the guy I've been dating forever. Mm -hmm. When I asked him, he's like, you know, go ahead. So wait, wait, you listened to him? We're going to have of course I did. <laughs> of course I did. Why wouldn't I? I wanted to get what I wanted. And I right? knew the way to do yeah. that was to go to the source. And I saw where he was at. And I was like, I'm only going to take advice from people I would actually switch positions right, with. Right. Or I won't take criticism from people from those I won't take advice yeah. from. So, and he said the same thing. He's like, ask for what you want. It's like, but what if they say no? He's like, then you still have a job. Yeah. I was like, so oh. What? I mean, it's l- yeah. literally a zero sum loss for you, right? Exactly. You don't have the money anyway. Yeah. And so it's just... Um, and so, I, yeah, there should be salary ranges put in there. I, I'm against the, the company saying this is what you'll get paid because it's like, eh, I, I know that work. It's like you stronghold somebody or somebody gets pinned. And there are employers out there who will recognize your value and say, actually, we're going to offer more yeah. than what we normally would for this position because we want you, we value what you bring to the table. Mm-hmm. And there's never a reason why you shouldn't ask that. Now, the... Um, I've been coaching my friend in his interview process, what to ask, you know, that how to handle the interview process. And he came to salary. He's like, well, they just offered me this. I'm like, what well, did you counter? He's like, why would I do that? Well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why not try to? <laughs> and I mean, he, and he's in a position where he's optioned to be out of work for a few months after um, he separated from his last employer. And he's had the opportunity just to sit back. He didn't have that need, that sense of urgency to get the next job he's like right they made an offer i mean i don't have a job yeah. anyway and it's like and that's the other angle of things is you kind of lose value when you don't have the 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 sense of urgency to get that next paycheck sure. and, and take yeah. care of your family yeah or your that's a different situation but I, I thought this one was really funny uh it kind of cracked me up when i was writing the comment to it but uh megan i don't know who megan uh, is or where she works she's a but, good friend of mine i okay. know who megan is so you know megan. <laughs> i know megan well uh, this is this is so, so her personality so but is it, i mean but she said basically I, I can't do that because everybody who would work here you know would be crying in my office and it's like well, maybe you should fix the problem and pay people what they're worth. Because if you can't bring in new employees because your salary expectations are so low, then maybe you got a problem. Right? Well, and if- she's, you have to understand, Megan, she is our, our fun friend. She's the one uh, who puts fun in funeral type of friend. Right. And so she's got some sarcasm in that comment. But, I mean, she makes a good point. Some employers are not going to pay what their people are. They're not valuing their biggest yeah. asset, and that is the workforce. And if you don't value them, it, that means the culture is going to be crappy, and you're going to see a high turnover. And it's 
that happens time and time and time again. And I think any one of us who have worked for an employer with a crappy culture. Oh, yeah. And that means you're getting crappy yeah. pay, and that means the turnover is high. The, mm-hmm. the, it, there's the, it's constant evolving yeah, ro- there's rotating. Yeah, if there's or... a permanent neon now hiring sign, it's <laughs> neon probably now a pr- pretty good chance that they have a high turnover rate. I like right? that neon now hiring. <laughs> the bank has a neon now hiring right? sign. That's awesome. I mean, you know. But yes, that's... Um, and so that's, and that's one of the things I've heard about one company and I don't remember which one it is. Maybe you know it. They hired everybody in at the same bottom line, no matter who you were, no matter what you did, no matter what your position you were coming in as you got paid the same. And it was a very high amount. Like it was like, it's one of those things that as a a hopeful business owner one day, it's like, I want to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And then you work up from there. Sure. So everybody starts at the same canvas versus we'll pay you this. And like one employer I had, I got paid one amount, but I didn't have a degree. Right. And then a male counterpart came in and I'm almost certain, I don't have any for sure evidence, but I feel like for sure he got paid more than me because he had the degree. And it's like, well, wait a second here. Uh (laughs) Like I get that. But I'm also, I've been doing the work for a couple more years now. Right. I'm going to train this guy. And it's like, yeah. oh, I, I mean, okay, I get it, but I don't want to get it. Well, and to be certain, I mean, compensation certainly is a tricky thing, right? But, right. Um, you know, a couple of good points are made. Like now there are tools out there. You can go out on the web and you can, there's several online tools that are free. Yeah. And it'll tell you what the salary ranges are for the position and the experience you have. Yeah. And it, not only will it do that, but it'll do it for your local area. So it'll, yeah. it'll, it'll compensate it for your local area because let's... Let's be real. I mean, you know, if you're in California, you're going to need more money than if you're in Kansas <laughs> right. here. So, yes, you are. Um, so, yeah, I mean, do your research. Find out what the ranges are and don't let companies hoodwink you on this. And, no and companies, if you're, you know, bringing people in, do the research because, I mean, you're going to come up with a roughly the same numbers, you know. Yep. Um, and, well, and pay your people. Show, put the value into them. Yeah, I think, They'll get I it think back that's, for you. Well, I mean, that's really easy to say, right? But I think it's harder to do in practice. But... Um, you know, I think, I think putting that salary range on the job description allows you to get better candidates. It allows you to show transparency as a, as an employer. Um, and, and it, you know, really it keeps, uh, maybe, maybe it doesn't from the HR side, but, but I think it keeps people from applying to jobs that either they're not qualified for, um, or they're overqualified for, right. 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 Um, and that brings up the, the last point I really wanted to make was, um, you can really get a sense of what the company's culture is like when you read the job description and then read the job expectations and then read the salary, right? Because right. Um, I think there's a lot of companies that want the world and then they want to pay you $8 an hour to do that, <laughs> right. Right? right? So, I mean, if you want somebody that has 10 years experience managing, uh, you, you're not going to be paying them $8 an hour, so that, right? Right. And I, as you're sitting here talking, I'm kind of thinking about, well, what if it's an internal position you're applying for? Do the same rules apply? I think so. I, I would 100% say it does not matter if it's internal versus external. Really? And in fact, um, David... Uh, that would provide some serious transparency oh, within an organization. Abso- absolutely. Um, and, and But I think if you... If you I mean, obviously, that's going to be hard to do at first for a company right. that hasn't done that, right? But... But I think if you were to do that, then uh, then there's going to be some serious conversations that are had. Well, yeah, the yes, a lot of serious conversations, and I think it goes to Megan's point and the the comments. You'd have to pay everybody else something different, yeah. and, and people are going to start realizing. Wait a second, you don't value me the way you do them, right? Um, so that's I think that will turn the transparency curve hard. Oh, absolutely, to do and, that. I, and I think it needs to happen. I mean, it's uh, um, yeah, it, it it absolutely absolutely needs to happen. 
And, uh, you know, I, and the other thing is, uh, I mean, David had asked, you know, is it okay to ask what the salary is in the, in the, um, in the job interview? Mm -hmm. And my answer back to him was I wouldn't even get to the interview unless I knew what the salary range was, because I ask about that in the first conversation that I have with an employer on the phone. And if they don't know, I say, well, call me back when you know, because it's not, doesn't make any sense to go interview for a job. If you're not going to make the amount of money that you want to make during that, you know, at the end of that process. And so don't waste everybody's time. Let's all get this out in the beginning. And then if you're in the right range, then okay, now we can talk. Well, that's what Amber, she was one of the other commenters on the post that said that she asked that question up front and was, in fact, Jill, I think, and Amber both made the comment. They were both immediately withdrawn from candidacy for the the position because of asking for salary. It's like, well, why wouldn't that? That's a a bit of self-respect there that you would ask so you don't waste time. Yeah. And it says a lot about that company. If they're like, yeah, if you're going to ask about money, then we don't want you. Well, but you're in it as a company for the money. Right. So, Oh, yeah, it works both ways. Totally. Yeah. It's like, I don't understand why this is, but it just, I mean, so yeah, I, you should, you should know up front. And if you don't know from the job description alone, ask it when you go for that first interview to find out, Hey, is this worth my time? Because don't waste your time and don't sell yourself short. It's not worth it. Yeah. And I I would absolutely love to see companies start doing this internally because I think Mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, it, it really would make companies bring up the ones that they're paying too low. Uh, and it would also make Mm -hmm. sure that they don't, put people in positions that they're overqualified for right. as well. So, yep. yep. I agree. Good stuff all the way around. Can't wait to see what next week is. Yeah. <laughs> well, so we, we're going to mix things up a little bit this yeah. week. Um, we used to do Media Madness, and we've been changing the format of the show up a little bit. Um, so this week, we're going to do what's our weekly obsession. It's the obsession of the week. All right. So welcome to the obsession of the week uh, segment. And uh, for this week, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, yeah, my obsession will. of the week is... This. Upstairs in your fridge is where it's at. And I'm going to go back for more. <laughs> my, my so Bo is going to be so mad at me that I cheated. <laughs> I How had, are you cheating? It's no <laughs> Because I ate somebody else's food and he, oh. he's the only one that cooks for me. It's not like you cooked oh. for me, but... Okay. Oh, no, I didn't so cook for you. You, you just happened to eat that that was sitting the, on a plate on the counter. <laughs> it's not like you pulled it out and heated it up <laughs> right. for me and put it on a plate. It was... Yeah. It's it's fine. It's fine. I'll explain it to him. I'll, I'll come up with a lie or an excuse or take him some and he'll see why. It's so good. <laughs> so yeah, my, my obsession of the week is this uh, Pit Boss Pro Series grill. Or it's not a grill. I'm sorry. It's my Pit Boss Pro Series smoker. That is the shortest title you have ever said on the show. I know. Well, because it didn't come from Amazon. <laughs> right. It's the Amazon titles that are like three paragraphs long. It takes you three breaths but, to get uh, through them. <laughs> yeah, no, this this has been a lot of fun. I I, uh, I have a Jeep and when I bought the Jeep, I put different tires on it, you know, because if you have yes, a Jeep, you got to put big tires on it. Then I had all these tires sitting in the garage and, and they're kind of hard to sell because nobody really wants the stock tires, you right. know, and so I had these on, on Facebook forever. And then finally somebody said, I'll, I'll give you some monies for those tires and wheels. And I said, thank you very much for cleaning out my garage. And <laughs> so I took that money from the tires and went right to Lowe's and got, <laughs> converted it into a smoker. That's how this stuff works. Yeah, that's right. But uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We uh, smoked a pork butt oh, Monday night and uh, super so easy to good. do. Had, a, had some great tips from some friends uh, and it came out just amazing. I got a oh. video of my daughter, uh, you know, she's, She's opening it up out of the foil, and it just kind of falls apart. It was I excellent. mean, she didn't even have to pull it apart; it just, oh. it just fall, fall, it fell was apart. So. Glorious! So, so it was, it was good. great. Looking forward to cooking a lot more stuff out there. Yeah, I may have to bring the girls over on a Wednesday night, and Let's you're just gonna it. have to chef it Let's up for do us. It. So good. Oh, yeah. 
Nice. Definitely a lot of fun. But yeah, if you're if you're thinking about you know getting a smoker or something like that, I 100% would recommend it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's uh, worth it. It's, uh, it's definitely worth it. And uh, what's your obsession of the week? It's so silly. I'm even. I want to be embarrassed about it, but I'm not. So. I'm not a TikToker, but I know that those TikTok videos can be also uploaded to Instagram Reels. And I just figured out, like I've had Instagram on my phone. I've never opened it. It was one of those apps that was in the background. And I found it one day. I'm like, let's click on this and see what happens. And then I found the Reels. And it's like, oh man, this is not good. So it's just the same thing as the TikToks yeah. videos. You know, there is only so much time you have to work with. Um, what I have found is, I mean, everybody puts the dumbest flipping things on there. So you have to scroll through, but I figured out how to follow people. And I have found some of my favorite comedians. Oh, awesome. Are on there. They're really neat, especially one. And I'm going to get her on the show. I can get a hold of her. I've talked with this one gal that I absolutely love. Her name is (laughs) Haley Morris, I think is on Instagram. And she does this back and forth with her brain. You know how you'll you'll be going to shop for something new and you're like, do I want that? And your brain's like, yes, you really want it. You're like, no, I don't think I want that. <laughs> yeah, but you really do want it. Or the next morning you're after drinking hard and your brain's like, you were so embarrassing last night. Do you have any idea what you, you know, that, that yeah, internal that inner, inner monologue. monologue. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I know that everybody has an inner monologue. I learned that in the last few years, but her inner monologue is, hilarious and she's actually i've made a recommendation or two to her and she's put my recommendations out there oh cool like the road hypnotist yeah hypnosis or whatever so i her and there's a couple there's one gal that um does this really strange russian latino accent and she she voices over this cockroach it's this this filter (laughs) it is the fun i mean it's so dumb but it's so funny so you just find these little comedians on there there's a a black dude he looks just like tay diggs i think that's his name and he tells these these really weird. I told my son. I asked my son, blah blah blah, and he's, you know, does his own little dad joke things. And, right, right. Oh my gosh, I'm just I just scroll to find these people. <laughs> like I scroll past all the other crap, and I find my comedians, and I just watch them. And um, there's another one, Be the Prince, I think is his name. Um, he's he does the generational like Generation Z and Generation oh, X yep, and millennials, yep, yep. and so I mean he's the same character in all of them. Uh-huh. But he has this really great sketch for all of it and cool. he does them with the disney characters and <laughs> it's just they're really funny people and i don't know if any of them are going to make it big it's like that yeah. um, when facebook that that I, I ain't doing it chick went big off of facebook right, right, it's right. this kind of comedy stuff that's just awesome i tell you i, I love watching those comedians that can do voiceovers i mean yes. there's just something about when they go from one voice to another that just absolutely amazing. it's fun it yeah. just it's a great outlet they're fun to watch um so if you just go find them, if, if you have any, I mean, I'll try to find the, uh, the names to all of them on my, um, put them up on the show notes or something, but they're just hilarious. I can't stop. And I'll go to Bo. I'm like, look at this one. He's like, that's so freaking annoying. I'm like, I know, but it's so cool. It's so funny. He's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like today or yeah. overall, uh-huh. <laughs> what do you want to know? That's great. That's awesome. So yeah, that's, I have, I've spent an obscene, stupid amount of time looking for those comedians and for they're addictive. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> well, you're ready to close us out of here. I can. Yeah, I can do it. <laughs> well, we thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Viz and Mayhem podcast. If you like this episode, and we know you did, show us some love by posting a review on iTunes. And then don't forget to send us a few bucks on Patreon or PayPal. Remember, we've got those three different tiers on Patreon. So go check it out and help us out. We'll love you forever because it's not cheap to do this. We want to keep doing it. It's your show. So help us out. To get the show notes for this episode, just head over to bizandmayhem.com. Look for season two, episode 30. 
And then you can subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. But until next time, have some fun in the mayhem, Chris. Yeah, we'll see you. Have fun in the mayhem. <laughs> The Biz and Mayhem podcast is produced by Check 6 Creative Studio. If you have a podcast or have been wanting to start one, let us know. We'd love to help you produce and edit your podcast. We'd also love to work with your business on marketing and video production. Visit us on the web at check6studio.com. That's C-H-E-C-K-S-I-X-S-T-U-D-I-O.com. Let us know you heard about us on the Biz and Mayhem podcast.